0: Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys podcast. I am your host, Freddie Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagen. Guys, doing? Doing pretty well, Chris. Um, we have a we have a competitive finals. <clears throat> just to jump right into it, um, and I guess I, I should have said it was a, it was a great party on Saturday. We we had a great time. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Um,
1: I'm but glad yeah. everyone could could make it out. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Seeing all the, the we need the, we need the high school guys together. More. But anyways, nobody cares about that. NBA finals. We, uh, we have a tied series. 1-1. Denver finally lost at home. Miami figured it out. And Chris, what, what happened? How did Miami figure this out? Huh?
1: Hello? You got me? Disconnected.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good.
1: All right. Um, great way to start. But I, basically, exactly what we said, and we kind of... Like, we didn't necessarily predict this would happen, but we brought it up as one possible way that Miami could beat Nuggets' team, and that's allowing Jokic to score as many points as possible. And forcing him to be the only one that beats you. He scored 31, I think. and. Yep. Every time he's scored 40 in these playoffs, they've lost. Almost yeah. like a magic number where it works the opposite way. It's like, oh, if he scores this many points, they actually lose. That's because he's such a good playmaker, and you force him to be the best scorer on the team, and he's not making as many plays. You're, you're taking away the passing lanes, just clogging your offense up with the zone. So then he's getting like he's getting good looks, but from two. Um, and he gets gassed, so, yeah I don't want to say we were right, we were kind of right
0: no i I think this is it's <laughs> one of those times where normally if it's you know if we predict something it's either it's either dead wrong or it's at the beginning of the season, and we take a victory lap later. This was one of the rare occurrences where and it you're right, we didn't predict anything. we said the way to beat him though is do exactly what the Miami did. It, it took did. us a little
1: bit to get there.
0: Yes. Yeah. Like we we're Like, so, talking it through, and then eventually we we're like, all right, I guess that makes sense, right? hmm So it was one of those rare occurrences when you're – I'm watching the game, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, the, like, he <laughs> listen to the pod? Like, did they know what's going on? And it was also cool. I love seeing – especially because we went through the whole thing. Every time he scores 40, they lose. We went through it on the podcast. Mm. And to see SportsCenter and ESPN and all those guys posted afterwards, like, oh, now he's 0-3, it was cool to be mm. the guys that were like, hey, we were the ones that told you they were 0-2, just saying. Yeah, literally. And the only thing I thought of was, damn, we should have made a graphic. Should have made some graphic yeah, that said something about how to, how to do it. But, Well, we can clip it
1: from the previous episode. That's true. That's true. We put it in. the sentence where we sound coherent. Yep. Like, sum it up in one statement.
0: But yeah, that's exactly what the heat did. Um the biggest shock to me was that they they kept the zone going. They they kept playing with the zone and forcing Jokic to uh to score on his own and I thought Jokic would see that zone, especially late in the game and always know where to put the ball. And of course they were in they were within 3 of winning this game, a 3 that they actually got off. But
1: I thought that was 100% going in.
0: Oh, yeah. It just, it, it seemed like, by the way, awesome game. If you were complaining about was the matchups an awesome game. of the NBA Finals, you're a loser. This has been an awesome game. It should be a good rest of the series. And the. but you're right. Yeah, that, that three looked like it possibly could have been going in. We could have been going to overtime. And it's just the heat. They always find these ways to to get in these, like, teams' heads you know shooting 39% mm. from 3 uh for the nuggets not good the miami shooting 48% uh, for both field and uh, for, uh three throws just really all around team i mean team effort you look at it three guys in the 20s that's exactly how the heat want it they want it close coming in into the fourth and they rallied in the fourth they had 36 points in the fourth quarter really it, it looked it felt like like
1: they never missed
0: No. And it was funny because it was almost. So, start of the fourth quarter, Duncan Robinson, zero all game, three points last game. We were talking about how he needs to step up. Scores 10 points straight, pretty much, in the fourth quarter, getting layups, getting open threes, yada, yada, yada. And then it turned into a game where it was actually the Nuggets that were crawling back. And it was Mm -hmm. the Nuggets that were creeping up at the end. And all of a sudden, Nuggets are down. felt like every
1: shot that Jamal Murray was taking was going to go in. He oh, had That yeah. one, like, kind of off balance mm-hmm. where he flipped it up off the glass and he hit two threes in a row. I was like, oh, man. He got that. When he got the ball on the last possession when they didn't foul, you're up three. Butler had, they had, like, forced them out almost to half court. Butler, like, went for a steal. And I was like, what is he not? Why is he not fouling? Yeah. Wait, it, a few seconds left. Foul yeah. him, put him into the line. Then you get the ball back. Shoot your free throws. By then they have half a second left. Mm-hmm. But got off a good
0: look, and they're lucky it didn't go in. It also did you? Would you have called a? Would you expected for them to call a timeout there? Two timeouts taken into taken into nothing at the end of this. Taken for game three. Getting ready. I, don't know, I
1: I always like just seeing them play as the offensive team, because I'd rather have my best player just try to go get a shot off and draw up a play, but also allow them to set up their defense. That's my philosophy. It could go either way, but.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Have, let them set up their defense. They could also, if they called a timeout, they could have just been like, all right, well, here's the foul now. And here's, you know, right. not, not your yeah, now you're
1: screwed. That is the other thing is, like, maybe they didn't, in their heads, like everything's going so quickly. That I saw somebody tweet also that this was this game that were like no timeouts, no reviews, and like felt like the last five minutes, which is crazy but really refreshing to not have like every play reviewed and timeout after every bucket. But yeah, maybe that, the that game was, great. was just moving so fast, like that wasn't even something they were thinking about. I guess if like if Spo yells out foul, 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 then or has the ball is going to try to go up for a shot as they're fouling. And then they get three free throws, which is first case scenario. There's a lot of things that like a lot of things to analyze on a play that was like 15 seconds long. If that, um, I would have fouled.
0: Yeah. And you're right. You <laughs> suppose calling foul, it's all of a sudden uh, Murray's, Chucking up a three, getting ready for the foul. Right. As soon gotta... yeah
1: as soon as he goes for that steal, he's just leaning into it, putting up the three.
0: Yeah, this is this is off topic. But I, I gotta I gotta call off the uh the comments. Um my girlfriend actually said very Aladdin of the of the font today. We were just talking about the font ourselves, complimenting yes. ourselves. It's very it's a nice font. It's a good <laughs> font. But uh, anyways. Uh back to the game. Michael Porter Jr., five points, terrible shooting performance. Uh, What was he? Two for eight, one for six, and just really, I mean, zero assists. He he wasn't really helping him. He was getting lost on defense, and, you know, I don't think he's going to get five points another game this finals. You know, he should probably get his 15 or, you know, 12 at least, but if you don't have him hitting threes, hitting wide open threes, then that that's also an issue. That could be why the Jokic couldn't figure out the zone or maybe didn't want to dissect the zone, maybe just he figured hey, cuz him Porter Jr., Caldwell-Pope, uh they were playing terrible. Aaron Gordon actually hit a clutch 3 at the end to to put put them closer in the game, but when those two shooters aren't getting it, maybe that's why the zone was working. Cuz the you, zone leaves out wide open three-pointers and if they're not going in, It's all on Jokic to just get to the bucket, and as you said, looked pretty damn gassed out there.
1: Yeah, and and something that we did say at the end of the last podcast, at the end of our whole conversation about like how Miami can slow them down is: if you don't hit your threes, you're not going to win. And Miami shot at least fifty percent from three and was like did not miss in the fourth quarter. At the end of the day, that's why they won. Yeah. We can we can analyze the defense and the matchups and stuff like that. But like I said last time, it's a simple game.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a make or miss lead. They did not
1: miss in the fourth yeah. quarter. And yeah, Porter's been awful the first two games. Um it's weird because they've Miami's like on Kevin back Kevin Love is like the defensive stopper. Which
0: doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you wouldn't think like- that. I think <laughs> it was just because it was just, literally simply based off height and numbers, where Kevin Love is 6'8", and Michael Porter Jr. is hmm. 6'10". And they need, they need some guy that's close enough to get to Michael I, Porter Jr. Yeah, because
1: Kayla Martin is not
0: yeah, he's that guy. Cooked. Um, speaking yeah. of getting cooked, <laughs> Cody Zeller, they need to just survive. The Heat need to survive those minutes when Bam yeah. Adebayo is not out there. because, And we've given, given our fair share of crap to Bam Adebayo, but he's the best guy on jokic uh great hmm. great offensively this series so far
1: Throughout the whole playoffs he's been
0: the best guy yeah he really uh, he we they, should give him his they props faced. he's been giving him the. we should give him his props but yeah cody zeller out there uh barbecue chicken alert that is not gonna <laughs> ever really fly with the like uh, when you have him out there and
1: yeah, i saw a tweet that was like he went right at him five straight possessions and scored five <laughs> yeah,
0: how how could you not it's like
1: three points
0: yeah how could you not um they had i mean caleb martin is falling back down to earth officially he is uh he got three points again this this game struce came up though gabe vincent was huge this game and jimmy butler too i mean jimmy butler clutch in the end he didn't have a excellent game but at, towards the end of the game made it made it when it mattered mm-hmm. uh I think that Ann one was pretty cheap. I'm not going to lie. It didn't look like he touched him at all. I don't know who was directly defending it.
1: Butler one or the Bam one?
0: The Butler one. Butler has like a little jump hook from the right side of the basket and just kind of spreads his legs. And they were like, oh, that's a foul. So I thought that – And we thought we were just complimenting the flow of the game and stuff like that. I thought that was the one call where I was like, ah, whatever but i guess it's one point in the grand scheme of things compared to a one by three so the
1: thing about butler that's weird is he really did not have a good game and then even oh he didn't play well you go into the fourth quarter and you're like oh he's got it he could be shooting one of 15 with two minutes left and like oh
0: you still want the ball in his hand in the fourth of course yeah he's just a killer
1: and Yeah. I think he's like, he's become this not real person. He's transcended (laughs) humanity to the point where people are like, literally just believe in him to do anything. Like, when he's human, you just kind of ignore it.
0: Uh huh.
1: Like, oh, like, it doesn't matter. Still a guy. Unless, until it came down to the MVP voting and then people wanted to give it to Martin. Like, when he has the ball in his hands, and it's like, oh, like, I wonder who's going to take the shot. That's it's true. Like, I'm like, I remember one possession, I was like, he's not passing. And then immediately he passed, and I was like, oh. And then
0: Lowry just gives it right back. I was like, yeah, okay. I was going to say. That's about right. <laughs> even when, the one thing that I love about Jimmy Butler, which I need the Celtics to to try to do. But when, when you have Jimmy Butler on the floor, no matter what is going on, no matter how good he is that game no matter what your offense looks like, how many points you're down, whatever. Every single possession, Jimmy Butler touches the ball. Every single one. Oh, yeah. His his fingerprints are on the ball every possession, and it works. He, he puts it in the right spot, whether it's him taking the shot or or he's passing it to someone else. And, yeah, that that he that's, that's what the Celtics need to do with Tatum. Tatum needs to be touching the ball every time. But, anyways, we're not... They're, they they're, know they're, where
1: so. it's like... Nobody's shooting until they're wide open.
0: Yep. Plus,
1: it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, he can kind of do whatever he wants. Everybody else, it's almost like get like have a rubber band. You know how people like try to break a habit, like wear a rubber band. And you like snap oh, yourself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it like every time you bite your nails or something. Mm-hmm. Like every time somebody takes a shot that's not an open shot, like Duncan Robinson, <laughs> he like takes a corner three that's contested. It's like zap. Yeah, yeah. Right, not doing that. Only uh, Jim- wide open.
0: Jimmy Butler just goes to the bench and <laughs> smacks him on the back of the head. Doing, <laughs> uh, but nuts. yeah, and, and that's true with with Lowry too. He was he had just two two clutch three pointers when they needed him most, wide open. Uh, I mean he can he can drive in, get the foul call and stuff. So he can he can do some more. But even him, where he's supposed to be, I mean when they traded for him, this is I guess two years ago now when they traded for him. He was supposed to be like the second star, or the second ball handler to help him out, and then it's like, nope, actually, you're in the bench, pal. Uh, you you're gonna hit open shots just like everybody else, and it works. Oh, <laughs> the team, the team, the team likes it. Uh, clearly, they're all in line. They all know their roles, and it, there there's, I know it's been, it's probably been said all over the media, and says a lot. But when you when you have the guys that know their roles and don't care about if they're starting or on the bench, that's. That's why they're the eighth seed playing in the NBA Finals right now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one's playing Hero Ball.
0: Nope. No and Jimmy. Yeah, but Jim and Jimmy. They all
1: expect that.
0: Yeah, exactly. They know Jimmy's gonna be the one playing Hero Ball and saving saving them in many moments.
1: Um other thing, just thinking about Duncan Robinson, when in the hell did he learn how to like attack the hoop?
0: I don't know. He that did one that again
1: dri- when he got the n one, and I was like,
0: "What?" Yeah, he did that a couple times against the Celtics, and I was just like, "Great!" Like, I I'm fine <laughs> with letting him get like a like a three pointer because it's just like he that's what he does. But like, hmm. if he's going to the hoop, like, swat that little white boy down, like, come on now, <laughs> <laughs> like. Uh, and he 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 had another mean mug, which was hilarious. Yes, <laughs> um, another frown, and he, it's it's funny when he he just doesn't. Like, he just—he's a dangerous weapon on in the NBA Finals, and he— Doesn't, doesn't make
1: any sense. Doesn't make any sense.
0: He and was, He was, like—he
1: was buried this year. He was out of the league! He was on the bench. He was wearing sweats and a long sleeve shirt mm-hmm. for half the season. Because and everyone—he was, so he was
0: one of the worst contracts in the league. Hmm. And— What did now, he get, like,
1: 80, 90 million?
0: Yeah, I think he got 90. 70. Is it 90? 70 let me look it up check. i saw
1: because i saw a thread that was like
0: he's five not yeah five years 90 million
1: Yeah, because there's some there's certain like incentives in there like he had to play a certain amount of minutes and yada 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 but him to be that bad all season and then mm-hmm. to step up and i guess it really started against the bucks he had like one or two good games
0: yeah um, it was i remember against impressive. the bucks it was like oh he's kind of back he had like a 20 point game. <laughs> It's like, oh, maybe we can see. Somebody. They know
1: it's al- It's like they know that they need him. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, let's put him out there, and if he can find that that old self, because it's better to try it than to not play him at all. Because when he's good, you're so much better. It is wild how
0: he's an important piece again. It's a. I like. I like. I mean, I like stories like that. You know, it's always nice mm. to root for for a guy who. Kind of, everyone kind of buried. Mm-hmm. All right. Any other any other thoughts on the finals? I mean, it it it, it, it is weird that with the zone, and maybe it's just because the rest of the Nuggets weren't hitting anything. But four assists for Jokic with that much zone being yeah. played, I figured it'd be like forty instead at four.
1: Yeah. Well, it's not like it's not like a pure zone because like they have somebody who's gonna like face guard him every time, mm-hmm. and then. I think like instead of completely collapsing on him they almost give him the one-on-one so that there's no open lanes and three quarters like it works and he's getting a lot of easy buckets like he's destroying Cody Zeller then in the fourth quarter he's gassed well and, and... Like, he's it's no secret he's not the most athletic dude in the world mm-hmm. I'm sure he has good stamina but He's not he's definitely not like top percentile
0: guy in that aspect. Well and when you look at it, the the what we were talking about, make or miss league at the end of last last time's discussion. And you can let Jokic get as many two pointers as he wants if you're all of a sudden in the fourth quarter gonna shoot sixty percent from three. Right, yeah. So that that's 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 and that's
1: the the bottom line is, like, he could have scored 41, and would have won if Miami doesn't hit two more threes. Yep. They hit two less threes. Yep. And then it's a completely different discussion that we're having.
0: Yeah, we're talking about them going up two zero heading to Miami, uh, and, and like, funny.
1: oh, Jokic scored 41, put the team on his back.
0: Yeah.
1: It's yep. not like the scenario where we're basically giving Jokic no credit for scoring 40 points in the finals. It's like, ah, oh, that's exactly what they wanted.
0: It is weird how that because just cuz it, like it's it just cuz it's like there's an L next to it instead of a dove. it's a completely different stat line. Yeah. <laughs> a-
1: I remember I remember LeBron getting all this credit for scoring like 40 and 50 in the finals against the Warriors. And this is why I thought of it in the first place because somebody it was either a tweet or an article that was like look they're only letting LeBron score on them. They're completely taking everybody out of this game. They're just letting him Buckets, but like they're wearing them down. Like that's why Iguodala won vp that year. And it's like, look at the numbers that LeBron's putting up. They're still great numbers. They've shut down everybody else. By that way, they're beating by like ten every game.
0: Yeah, and that that was they had. I mean, LeBron doesn't have a caliber team as Jokic does, but yeah, no. uh, it's the same mindset, mindset,
1: which is yeah. why the Nuggets are going to win this series.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I still think I don't think Miami's home court matters at all. So I think they can they can take one take one here. It might be a longer series than I initially thought. Now that they they won one in Denver, because I didn't think that was even possible. But are we gonna keep doubting the Heat and they're just gonna be the like we're the, they're yeah, gonna be the I don't they're know. gonna be the NBA champions? they are like ah, I don't know. Like they might lose. <laughs> like, ah. But it is it's a great it's a great finals and excited to see. God, the game's not till Friday. Oh no, sorry, oh, no game tomorrow. tomorrow. I was looking at game there's
1: four. Two days in between every game,
0: which is so annoying. Yeah, that's a pain. It. it like last night we had
1: Stanley Cup, and now tonight there's nothing.
0: Luckily, we finals, luckily Stanley we have tomorrow. No, no, luckily we have tomorrow and then Friday, but then we don't have another game till Monday. Oh, okay. That's a pain. Yeah.
1: Wait. Okay, yeah, so Monday or Wednesday, Friday. All right, that's not too bad.
0: Yeah, and then it goes Monday, Thursday, Sunday if necessary, which I guess <sighs> Yeah, that's brutal. Brutal. But that all leads up, it'll be halfway through June, and then we're going to be doing NBA mock drafts, mock free agencies, all that crap. <laughs> so they 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 know what they're doing out there. Cuz I fantasy think football. The, yep, fantasy football coming. Um, but I, NBA specifically, they know what they're doing. The draft is, I think, July 1st. Oh, no, that's like the free agency period. The draft is literally June 18th, and I think the NBA draft has got to be like the 20th some. Uh, yeah,
1: because free agency is after the draft.
0: Yeah. Then. So they will be – it is weird that free agency is after the draft, but that's no. a discussion for another day. It'll be – if it goes to Game 7, we will have a finals game, and then four days later, we'll have the NBA draft. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so they know exactly what they're that's doing. They they always stay relevant.
1: That's enough draft time to like not overhype these guys.
0: No, they do the opposite no. of the NFL, where the NFL gives yes. you months and months to look at these guys <laughs> and make every opinion you possibly could have wanted. Yeah, and yeah. and I guess for a lot of the NBA teams, it has been a couple months. But
1: for the for, teams, they're always they're always yeah scouting they're, always scouting. they're always yeah yeah,
0: yeah. doing that. Yeah, you got to. But for that the fans, like the media, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They do not need Don't need time.
1: that much draft coverage. 4 days is perfect.
0: Yeah, that is perfect. It's
1: all Like right. one day of research, one mock draft, and then one revised mock draft.
0: Yep. Yep. Um all right. I think that does it for the NBA right now. We have uh, some other breaking news this morning that Twitter was up in arms about. The PGA Tour or the PGA, I, I don't know, just the PGA and Live have come together and are merging into one company. Chris, you know more about golf than I do. Take the reins. Yeah,
1: I don't i don't know a ton of details about it. Um, its It came out of nowhere, though. I do know that, like, all of a sudden, I was not expecting this. There wasn't, like, any rumors about it or anything. I know that some of the major tournaments like Masters and Kepka just won the PGA championship and they were letting like he's a live guy so they were letting the live guys play in the majors for some reason I guess because it attracted more viewership so mm-hmm. it's obviously it's good for off now that everyone's back in the same league It's like I think live had the more talented players, or at least the bigger names.
0: Yeah, because the Saudis kept buying them, right? Oh, uh,
1: so yeah. They're, like, ridiculous amounts of money. But for the PGA to be, like, have this, like, moral stance than to just give in and be like, oh, yeah, we'll just we'll just merge with them. Like, that just shows you that it's all, at the end of the day, it is all about money. And the, the guys who got offered live deals and ended up staying in PGA, like... Got completely hosed. Probably missed out on millions of dollars the last few years, and now it's just remerging. So it'll be like back to nothing changed, I guess.
0: Yeah, I think the that's guys crap. Who
1: don't live or made bank. Yep. And now they're back on the normal tour. I don't know, like what changes PGA will have if it even is PGA still. I think uh, it is. I think um, so. Yeah, I think. I think the PGA executives made a lot of money. The players did not. Is that? I think that's the way they got screwed.
0: Is that why everyone's feeling bad for Roy McIlroy? Did he stay in PGA on purpose for the morals? And then now they're... Yeah, I think it? so. Yeah, that's crap. I mean, that's, that's bogus. That's I crap. mean, at least you get to say if you're a PGA player that didn't go, you can you always have that on you. Like, you know, I always stayed with my, my moral, the comp, maybe the parent company didn't, but I did, you know, hmm. stuff like that. But it is, it's a load of crap, honestly, that they, they just went back like they, cause it was kind of like, a it was kind of a bashing of these live player guys. I mean, I remember we were talking about it in the, um, in Augusta when they were down in Augusta, they were like, didn't they kind of put the live players in their own category? Hmm. The yeah, Masters, they paired yeah. them
1: together so that there wasn't any trouble. Although I think in the PGA Championship they didn't really do that.
0: Okay, but I don't know. It's weird. It'll be interesting to see if it changes anything about golf. Um, yeah, and I guess an interesting development for for the rest of golf.
1: Yeah, I mean it's definitely better that there's not two like rival leagues. Like, I never yeah, and really especially watched. like
0: I was gonna say, did anyone watch live?
1: I'm sure they did, but it definitely wasn't as big of a deal as the Masters and stuff. If you're letting those guys play in the Masters, then like, what's the point?
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: As for like the rest of the PGA tournaments, but the PGA definitely was losing out on a lot of money because
0: top talent was being put away. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, well, not to get rid of this subject so quickly, but. Speaking of top talent, maybe getting pulled away. Chase Young. Apparently the commanders are open to trade. Uh some NFL news. I was itching for some NFL news. It's not surprising, is it? No, they didn't pick up his option. Of course they should be open for yeah. a trade.
1: I don't I'm like so tired of just hearing about Chase Young and like having to turn on the D C radio and they're talking about whether or not it matters that he didn't come to OTAs and whether or not they're Gonna re-sign him at the end of the year. It's like it's so exhausting. Where just focused on Sam Howell.
0: So that's that's what you that, that's what your mindset. You just don't wanna don't wanna think. Of, just a just, well, like I guess it it doesn't matter yet. It doesn't matter at all until the end of the season, unless they trade him. But
1: yeah, I I would be shocked if they traded him. Um. I don't think it's surprising that they're open to offers, but they're not going to part with him for like a fourth round pick. It would have to be, they'd have to get a lot back. If they were to get a player back, like that wouldn't be end of the world. I don't, I'm not like 100% against it either. Um, and then not picking up the the fifth year, I guess we already talked about it. It's not that strange considering he hasn't been on the field much. Wasn't like reproductive when he was on the field. He was good. He showed promise. But this is hopefully gonna be another really his second full season
0: mm-hmm.
1: on the field. So like this is when this is when you can truly evaluate him as a player and evaluate his future with the team. Yeah, so that makes sense. I, I would be surprised if they traded him, obviously. I don't think that they should. That would be stupid because then it's going to suck. What happens is when he leaves after this year and then he's like a top three DN in the league.
0: Yeah. He yeah drafted you drafted him at two. He mm-hmm. played
1: half the games that he should have with you and then gone and the belts were. I think that's but, the like,
0: key is to let him, let him play a full year. You know, Let him mm-hmm. get more reps under his belt, more time seeing him on the field. And as you said, he's missed half the game so far. So that's not that's not a talent problem. That's maybe a training staff issue. Who knows? But it's you, you got to see what you actually have with him before you commit to getting rid of him. Yeah, and you got to decide, like, what's the bigger risk? Is the bigger risk
1: giving him the fifth year or extending him and having him get hurt again or having him just toe and remain like a decently productive player that's probably overpaid or saving i'm looking it up now the fifth year option to use the second overall pick is 17 million dollars it's not like chump change it's not like it's oh it's his rookie deal well why would you not give him the? it's a lot of money yeah oh that or the bigger risk letting him go and then having him be active elsewhere and when you already have Payne and Allen and maybe sweat that you extend, I think paying him is the bigger risk. As much as that sucks.
0: Yeah, well, like,
1: I agree. We want to talk economics. Mm-hmm. The second overall pick is a sunk cost.
0: Yeah, yeah. You can't think of him as. Like you already made the pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So even with that being said, say at the end of the year, I mean, and the other thing with the NFL. It's not like basketball where it's like, oh, you didn't extend him. He's just going to leave for nothing. It's just like, oh, we could franchise tag him and trade him anyways. Yeah. Or, or you, franchise. Like,
1: worst case scenario, you'll get a compensation pick.
0: Yeah. A third rounder. Yeah, that's true. And if, he's no, and if he's no good and you don't resign him anyways, then that's, that's just what you're going to have to live with. For a trade to happen and you'd be happy about it right now, what kind of trade would it have to be?
1: Maybe maybe one in which they get a player that's in the same boat. Mm-hmm. A guy who like hasn't lived up. Like, I don't, you know how like, the well, they just need to change the scenery. Yeah. Maybe it's that situation, and maybe you can make a move. I don't have anyone in mind or any team in mind, because I've been thinking about it for the last minutes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Young guy that you can bring in, maybe blue line the linebacker. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. And plug in and like, all hey, right, new maybe scheme, maybe Devin White, maybe start. he needs
0: maybe Devin White rumored to uh across the trade. That'd be a good good solid deal. that. Yeah, that wouldn't be bad. I hate that at all. Um, so he's I feel like
1: he's more established
0: than Chase Young is. Definitely, yeah. It's honestly like that with that trade. You would probably have to throw in another like fourth rounder or something.
1: Yeah, oh, but the other thing we do this with the NFL all the time. I don't know what the hell anyone's value is anymore.
0: Yeah, that's the issue. There's no so every other...
1: quarterback is worth forty million a year. After <laughs> yeah, that, I even no Daniel quit. Jones. <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, I have, I have no idea. Well, Ron had come out and said that he will absolutely be a starter this year and absolutely um, putting their faith in him. So it seems like, as as it says in the reporting, open to trade but not looking to trade. Um, interesting development coming up. Uh, I also don't see them making any big splashes before ownership change. No, they can't. They need to get those papers papers in before they do that. Which is weird how it still hasn't happened.
1: Yeah. Well, it's – they've already signed. It's just the NFL has to look over it. Oh, okay. So I don't I don't know how long that'll take. I'm sorry. Caught up in the bureaucratic mess of the NFL. <laughs> they want it to go through. Like, they're not going to try to hold this up.
0: Yeah, no, none of them want, yeah. <laughs> you know, Dan to still be there.
1: Might even sweep some stuff under the rugs.
0: Just to make sure finances. it goes through. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: There's a couple red flags, and I'm just, eh,
0: let go. All right, well, now that we started talking NFL, started talking about guys who, uh, who kind of need to break out. We're going to discuss and predict our top five NFL players that will have a breakout season in 2023. Love doing this just because it's, I don't know, it's, it's like you're back in a— uh, Back looking at when we're back looking at college guys, where it's like, oh, like breakout season, like here they come.
1: And there's the best thing about it is there's no consequences for us being wrong. Nope. Nope. If if they are breakout guys, then we can go back to this episode and be like, we got it, like (laughs) we're geniuses. And if it's if it doesn't, then we'll just forget about it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it is. It is kind of the best. All right. I'm gonna go number one. I feel like I've been giving you the number one pick a lot. Got the last two at least. And I'm going with the the super obvious one. It just he's in the perfect position to to be a star in the perfect offense to be a star. Um and that is Kadarius Tony for the Kansas City Chiefs. If he stays they have healthy. Two. Oh, you wow. him. Tim and then Sky. Yeah, yeah, Sky. I I still can't get behind Sky. Just like cuz Tony more. I the number. Yeah, I can't root for a guy who's wearing 24 at a wide receiver. Sorry. Cool name, bad number. Yeah, it, it really is a it's... terrible combination. Because it is a it's a great name. Sky Moore. I mean, yeah. that's a oh, that's yeah. a great football name. But Tony, we saw it in the Super Bowl, didn't play a ton of snaps, but got almost two touchdowns. Uh fast. He's gonna be the number one guy uh in this offense. And he's playing with Patrick Mahomes. So I, mm. I just can't I, you know. You just give me give me number one wide receiver, fast, playing with Patrick Mahomes. Sign me up. Sounds like a sounds like a breakout guy waiting to happen.
1: I agree, and I would love to see it happen just because it would be another Giants, get receiver <laughs> that completely busted and then goes somewhere else and is awesome. But yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It's literally the perfect offense and system for anybody. Yeah, playing like a young guy who hasn't super well yet in his career. It's like, oh, well, what if he plays with Patrick Mahomes and has Andy Reid coaching him? And suddenly his prospects look a lot better.
0: And the best part is, oh, and he he also has Travis Kelsey on his team. So like, even if he's not open, uh, yeah. like we'll be fine. So there's not even that much <laughs> pressure on him. In the Chiefs, it's offense. like
1: it's there's, there's no consequences for him failing. It's like, no. all right, well, we'll just try a different receiver.
0: Yeah, they'll move fun. on. It's funny. You could pick. If you look at the Chiefs' wide receiver core, besides, um, what's his name, the Marquez Valdez scantley all of the other guys could be breakout candidates. I mean, Justin Ross last year, undrafted out of Clemson, had a lot of promise in college. I think he got injured his last year, and that's why he went undrafted. But Sky Moore, yeah, we already probably. talked about. They drafted a guy named Rasheed Weiss. But we, we have we did make a rule to be fair. That no rookies are on this, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyways, Kadarius Tony.
1: That pick. Uh, my top pick. Actually, gonna go with the number one pick from last year, which is Trayvon Walker.
0: Ooh. Because
1: I think he got kind of ignored a little bit this year because I was you say, had
0: I forgot he existed.
1: Hutchinson, <laughs> Hutchinson go two, and then. Uh, Thibodeau was 5, I think. And both of them had better seasons than him. But he said at the time of the draft that like he's the most raw prospect out of this top bunch. And the safe pick would be to go Hutchinson at 1. And the Jags were obsessed with the, the physical abilities and what he could do someday. So maybe I'm a little bit early on the breakout. Maybe it's next year. But like he definitely showed signs. Like I watched him against my team, and absolutely wrecked our offensive line.
0: Yeah, so, I like that. Talent's lot.
1: definitely there. This team is this team is the breakout team. I think. Oh yeah, Jacksonville. Yep. Um, and the Lions, it feels like. Like Jacksonville. he's a guy that. It, we might not even notice if he breaks out because it's Jacksonville. Like there's no media attention there. I think he's definitely a guy that will have forgotten about a little bit
0: yeah i I, compl- I honestly forgot about that he even existed. <laughs> uh, that's a great pick, and as you said, Jacksonville breakout team they, it's they were the the team that was a year too early, it felt like last year, mm. right neck and neck with the chiefs going in the divisional round. Uh, no one saw that coming. no one saw them coming back from what like 30 nothing against the chargers.
1: It wasn't that surprising?
0: against the Chargers yeah that's fair yeah but uh Trayvon Walker he could be he could be a poster boy for this defense if he breaks out he could be um Jacksonville 2.0 yeah yeah he could be the 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 next face of that and I like that pick I mean he had only three and a half sacks last year uh definitely room for improvement and I mean he's 22 years old Hutchinson uh I guess he's 22 years old too but Seem like he was older. He was a more effective college player. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, Trayvon was definitely more more raw, and he's one of those guys where it's kind of like a basketball player, where you he had a good like end of the season or had a good stint in some of the mm. season, and you're like, all right, I can see how he could be a star within the next right. couple years, and I think Trayvon Walker is a perfect perfect candidate. Well, speaking of the Georgia defense. I am going with a guy I Boy. yeah. A guy I've put my <laughs> stamp on a couple times and why back down now. Uh, more opportunity in the Philadelphia Eagles for their linebacking room, and that is a perfect opportunity for Nakobe Dean to break out. The Eagles lost a couple linebackers in free agency. They lost Kaiser White. And I think they lost one more. But he fills in uh, and he could be a starting linebacker. This next year, and they, I'm I'm excited to see if all this hype that I gave him personally um, goes goes warranted. I
1: thought about putting him on my list because I did see one of the NFL.com writers did. They're all breakout team every position, like one or two guys, and he was on there, and it makes sense. Like he's the opposite of Trayvon Walker. Funny because they played in that same defense like dean was the best defender on that team yeah in college he mm-hmm. was the captain of that defense and he was the least raw guy mm-hmm. he was the one who made all the plays uh you just didn't know how well it was going to translate to the nfl game but you're right like he's in a great system the secondaries they
0: Well, and he's with the te- he said he was the leader of the team of georgia and now he's with the georgia defense again so he, he's just ready to... I mean, he's been working Aaron with Davis a and, lot of these guys.
1: it's uh, his face? The guy they just drafted. Jalen
0: Carter. And uh, oh, yeah. the corner... Um, crap. What's his name? And Nolan Smith. And the cornerback. Oh, I forgot I'm, they
1: got Nolan Smith,
0: too. Keely Ringo. So... And if you look at their... I'm looking at their depth chart right now. Uh, they they have some some good outside linebackers. But middle linebacker, the starter... Is N'Kobe Dean, just a perfect yeah. opportunity for him. And that's, I, as I said, right at the beginning of this, I put my stamp on him multiple times already. Might as well throw it one more on him.
1: <laughs> you just got to ride right with him. Yeah. You rode with, uh, with Josh Rosen. <laughs> I think we're coming up on three years.
0: Oh, God.
1: It's that tweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. No, I said a reminder. I'll have to check. That was, uh, but we're definitely coming up on it. <laughs> that one, uh, that was probably my September. worst. This September. What's? Can you read it <laughs> he again? Say, he said, "Bring back this tweet when Josh Rosen is good in three years." <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it, absolutely love it. Um, I, I should do this. It. I should do the same thing with uh, N'Kobe. Come tweet uh, from today. Come back in three years when Nickovi Dean's best linebacker. i search
1: it it's still there
0: i didn't delete it i'm not gonna delete it my bad takes are out there they're they're (laughs) for everyone to see we were just talking about how like we we're not there's no consequences
1: for us being wrong here but this one's in writing (laughs) much easier to find it in writing than it is on an old podcast clip that's fair can't search by audio but anyway moving on i my second pick i think you'll like this one it's tough because there's two guys on this offense that I could go with. I'm gonna go with the one that's slightly more bold. I'm gonna go with Kenny Pickett. Ooh, I I, he uh, another. Hey, that's your year. guy.
0: That is that. I gotta say, that's it. yeah, you were you were on him big in the the draft process. I did want him? Yeah, though. yeah. You, you're that's that your was guy. that was
1: me just like needing a quarterback. <laughs> It got to the point where, like, you get close to the draft and you see everybody like talking about getting a quarterback, and you're like, "Oh, I just need one."
0: Yeah, but But, I I like I do like Kenny Pickett.
1: I mean, we talked about it last year. Like, he wasn't. I feel like every week we'd be like, "Is he good? Like, he might be." Yeah, we couldn't tell. Right, but this year, like, we're probably going to be able to tell. Maybe not. We should be able to tell. Having George Pickens, who was the other guy I thought about putting on there might be a more likely breakout candidate. But if he breaks out, it probably means that Pickett's going to have. So um but you have good weapons there. Uh you have AJ, obviously, who I know you have some some issues with.
0: That's just fantasy, fantasy related. But, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you got Deontay Johnson, you got Fryer Meath and Pickens. So Tomlin is a good guy to have guiding a young player. Oh, I don't know. I think it.
0: I think it makes sense. Okay, wait. I gotta see You're the game. Weird face. No, because I'm looking at the last part of the the season. Okay, wait. It goes. Uh, all right, I'm losing my mind here. Oh right, yeah, yeah. The last part of the season. He was. What seven? uh yeah, five and one to end the season starting from the the Colts in in November going down to last game of the season. And that that could that could be a Steelers thing. I mean, it's not like he had super impressive numbers. He had more picks than interceptions, which is pretty most pretty likely for rookies You're nowadays. Rookie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know.
0: But uh I mean, yeah, maybe maybe he is just good and we're we're but I I like the I like the breakout candidate. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna help. They they
1: also signed three offensive linemen and drafted Broderick Jones.
0: Yeah, they helped out the offensive line a lot, uh, as you said. Najee Jones might there be, not even
1: start apparently.
0: They have uh, Deontay Johnson there still, who is is a good wide receiver. Didn't get a touchdown last year, which uh, makes people you know think uh, think less of him. And they they also signed. I mean, it's not he, we, we kind of made fun of him for being uh, a little old. But they also got Allen Robinson to help him out. So a veteran's in there. Pat Firemuth, as you said, Darnell Washington as well. So they're putting together a pretty solid offense. And if, if it all works out, Kenny Pickett's going to be looking good in that QB1 spot. Uh, well, And it's also like one of the most stable organizations in sports. Yeah. Yeah. We always know they'll win. Which
1: makes it almost like a safe pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: I like that. And if they can figure out Najee and figure out him with an efficient running game, then they, then they have a great running attack and uh, and then help it out with passing. That always helps. The pass. Yeah, they
1: just need to stretch the field a little
0: bit, and Najee yeah. will be fine. I agree. He's running into eight-man boxes. Um, well, for nine, my number three— my number three, I thought this is the guy that you were gonna say because you 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 said he was I'll seem pretty excited. Um this is my only Patriot just because I'm throwing it out there. But Taquan Thornton. Love Speedy uh wide receiver. He I mean he's he's pretty 6'2, a lot of speed, coming out of Baylor, didn't do too much last year he had a great game against the browns where he had a, a touchdown and a bunch of catches and every time they threw to him it looked like he he could get the job done but now bill o'brien's out there he's going to find creative ways to to get him open and get him some touches uh and really that's if he get if he gets more touches and gets more targets i feel like the breakout is is incoming
1: All right, I'll I'll ride with you on this one. I don't. I haven't heard anything about him other than from you. In all fairness.
0: So I- look, look, rookie last year, uh, only twenty-two catches. He he was a second-round pick. They traded up to get him. They clearly like him. He's got the uh the raw athleticism. The only thing I guess that dampers it is if we get DeAndre Hopkins, but with. A, could be even better, though. That's With a wide receiver core of him, Kendrick Bourne, Donjay Parker, Juju, a um, couple guys they drafted this year, there's, there's room for some guy to take the reins as the number one. And that it could be Taequann Thornton. As skinny as he is, that could be him. He's not always bad. Would you say skinny's not always bad? Yeah, that's true. miss Guinea. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're like someone has to step up on that offense. I just I see an article that says Quan Thornton's former coach sees Pat's wide out thriving
0: with Bill O'Brien. Love it. I've already. Off- it's
1: going to be better this year, right? Uh, yeah, no. To be better.
0: Literally by default, it'll be better. I think it would have been better if I was calling plays last year. Uh, they. I've seen a lot of things about him during training camp. Has looked really good. And I know that's training camp, but that makes me excited.
1: Uh, All right, yeah, I'll, I'll believe you. I'll expect big things this year.
0: All right, I appreciate it. But
1: All right, my number three, I'm going to go with one of my Maryland guys, Chico Conquo in Tennessee. Damn it. Had him? I had him. Really? I've been on I mean, shit. mean, he's... Yeah dude he's he's a freak athlete. I mean we saw he was drafted last year, right? He was a rookie. Yeah. yeah. I remember like watching his combine highlights last year and everyone was like, Oh, this guy, like chigozimo Conquo, like looking a move. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I'm used to that. Like, I've seen him play. Uh-huh. He's I just looked like I just looked up his name to see if there were any articles and the one was like, he's the only rookie tight or only tight end not rookie tight end any tight end to have three catches of 40 yards or more
0: just name another titans receiver
1: that's the other thing (laughs) somebody has to step up in this offense
0: and it's either him or it's Traylon burks which we haven't seen much of and it (sighs) doesn't yeah and news but they gotta throw to someone and Chig Chig seems like that guy, as you said. He, he he's a baller. He is a baller. He's fast, uh, big, and he he can get the ball when they need it. So I I'm jealous of that pick, Chris. Jealous. He's a like game wrecker. Really is. Yeah, you
1: say that about defensive guys usually, but I feel like it works for a tight end.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I mean, I I just think especially here, there's going to be a lot of people come November and December. Looking at the Titans and like, oh, who's this Chig guy? Like, this guy's been balling. He'll be a great gone.
1: fantasy pickup
0: in like week seven or eight. Oh yeah, when he's on the waiver wire, or I mean, now I'm now I might have to store him. Like, get him first round deep sleeper. Yeah, <laughs> deep deep sleeper. Comatose sleeper. <laughs> There's nothing better than the
1: deep sleeper.
0: Yeah, no, they but especially when it's like it's like the the fifteenth pick or fifteenth round in the draft, and you're like, all right here he is. Yeah. Ready for the deep sleeper? <laughs> Throw out Chica Clonquo. All right, love that pick. I'm jealous of it. Now, because of that, I'm going to steal a, a commander from you. Brian Robinson. Oh. okay. Ooh, okay, so you have a different one. But Brian Robinson, uh, he's not going to have, you know, holes in his leg from bullets, so it should be... Mean- that was mean. What? <laughs> <laughs> he played in, <laughs> He played nicer way. <laughs> he played he played good and he had holes in him. So now he's gonna have a fully healed, a whole off season of training. He's not gonna get shot right before. Offensive the season.
1: coordinator who will use him Yes. Fully. Yep. Like give him the ball more than twelve times a game against the Giants.
0: Yeah. So
1: still unbelievable.
0: All those things hopefully comes in with the Brian. The enemy
1: Robinson. was a running back. Like, he came up as a running backs coach, knows how to use these guys, I would think, right? Mm-hmm. So, I also said that with Ron Rivera being a linebacker. <laughs> Their linebackers suck ass, so, who knows? <laughs> But, yeah, no, I'm I'm all in on Brian Robinson. They want, last year, like, they wanted him to be the number one guy and slide Gibson into more of, like, a weapon. A bomb. A bum, yeah,
0: <laughs> a bum roll a bum roll
1: bum. oh they went into like return kicks and stuff
0: well, yeah you, last year um
1: but yes you're right then he got shot and he missed the first he only missed like four games
0: yeah and he ended up with and when he came back 700 yards bit, but he's almost I mean, he's yards. he's built
1: yeah he's, he's a, a bi- strong he's a man
0: filler. uh-huh
1: a powerful runner. I worry about him getting hurt again just because of his running style. But I can be pessimistic. I'm I'm all in on Brian Robinson this year. Maybe not like your your top fantasy guy or anything, but he's gonna be just a guy. A serviceable that serviceable back. Could get like more than serviceable. Just not like a probably not much of a threat in the passing game.
0: Oh like well, yeah, and that's what you got Gibson carries,
1: for. Him. I need a hundred yards. He's just gonna get you the. T- it's like every time you need. Short gain like he's gonna get you
0: more than you need like, and I oh, think it's
1: third and one like yeah. we're not running play action like just give it to Brian
0: exactly, I think that is also a something that your commanders need I mean you're gonna need a, a guy mm. in short situations when Sam Howell is a little, a little under a little pressure to let up the pressure, and if you can get him literally just to get three yards to carry at uh, least three or four yards to carry all of a sudden you're your rookie QB, or I guess in this case, second year QB, but hasn't really played, almost a rookie, will will, ha- will be having third and shorts instead of third and longs or second and longs.
1: He, and he does not go down.
0: No, no, you, will need, turn you need a lot of people.
1: Yard losses into one yard gains, which is, like, doesn't sound super special, but nice when you have a guy like that who you know is just his legs will never stop moving. I, I love that pick. I I'm all in on him, of course. Um, Good. I'm glad. <laughs> all right, my number four. I'm gonna guess that you also have forgotten this name. Okay. Is another pick early last year draft. Eric Stingley Jr.
0: Oh yeah, from the Texans, cornerback yeah. out of LSU. He was
1: shockingly taken ahead of Sauce Gardner, mm-hmm. and obviously we know that he was like. He went defensive. It wasn't player, right? It was rookie of the year. Yeah, he was defensive rookie of the year. But there was like serious conversation that he would be defensive player of the year. So, got all the hype. I think everyone kind of forgot about Stingley. He got hurt too. Get ready. Only played nine games.
0: Okay, I was going to say, how many that, games did he end up playing? Cause, yeah, you know, I, think I think it was remember.
1: nine. Um,. Like this is a guy there it is Texans Derek Stingley listed on twenty twenty three all breakout team nice. Texans team should be a little bit better than they were last year. I would hope at least you
0: have some considering money. they traded their first round pick. I hope so
1: <laughs> little bit of a little bit of pass rushing, hopefully a little more competence on the defensive side um second year corner like there's a reason he was drafted third overall,
0: and they, they got, got Romeo. Set romeo davis or romeo dot whatever the um their new head coaches from the san francisco Nico 49ers Ryan. yeah i that was i was way <laughs> off i was way off
1: romeo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dobbs are yeah he's a wide
0: receiver yeah i know um but anyways defensive guy hopefully that helps out their defense and you're right i think that's a great i i liked stingley too i don't know what it was i think it was that one lsu year where he just he was i mean everyone on that cornerback name too stingley yeah yeah derek stingley's a great cornerback name but yeah i agree i think that's a great great candidate and hopefully like i i feel like these guys that were on pretty good teams in college and draft you know drafted this high it's always a shame if they they bust so early so it would be cool to see him Mm. break out a little bit
1: yeah and it's not even like he busted he was just hurt Mm-hmm. Like I think he played well, in the games that he was on the field. Oh, ready for this? Texans hmm. cornerback Derek Stingley Jr. deemed stud by veteran teammate. Nice, reward. Nice. I'm a stud.
0: That's the stuff you want to see.
1: As long as that hamstring doesn't hang around.
0: <sighs> yeah. Allow a touchdown. Um, all right. This last All Pro next season. All Pro all right bro pro bowl okay yes this we got a lot of second year guys and i guess those are like always the breakout years yeah i think all mine are second year guys i besides besides Kadarius tony mine is not but my last one it almost makes you want to pick someone else but it's fine that's how it is they're they're the best ones to break out you know but yeah drake london I was down on. I was. Oh, you hated. I Drake hated London. Drake London, but I enjoyed his last. He proved sucks, me wrong see you wrong again. <laughs> I go back on him, and then he sucks again. That would be awful. Yeah, I was so just out threw
1: on my all his motivation. That's true. Oh, the
0: wise guy is now bored with me. He was good last year. I will swallow my pride. He was good last year, <laughs> and uh, now, now that he's good, I'm expecting. Expecting bigger things. They now have every almost every position, on, and you know, I honestly, this could be a Kyle Pitts breakout too. Uh, the thing we, that
1: we have to be careful about is the sophomore slump.
0: Yeah, I guess, but with wide receivers specifically, it seems like their second year is always the year that that they break out and they get they get to that uh, that higher level. I think. You can honestly, this could be him or Kyle Pitts, either one. They have now just too much stuff. The only thing that ruins this is if uh, their quarterback sucks. If God, I'm blanking on his name. Very possible, Ritter. Ritter, yeah. If Ritter blows, then this is this is uh this is not going to be terrible. But other than that, they have every other position is like literally top. 10 drafted player on the offense so there's no excuses for this falcons offense anymore because and it's all because of the Bijan pick they picked like someone else <laughs> like sure whatever they can still suck but now if you're gonna do it again and still pick in the top 10 every single year and you're gonna pick an offensive guy every single time then <laughs> at some point he needs to come all together and I'm not worried about a rookie running back. I think it doesn't really matter if they're a rookie or a second year or whatever. But hmm. wide receiver, you got to see that boost. Got to see Drake London helping out uh, Ritter and helping out the rest of this offense.
1: I, I like it. Um, I, I kind of like Pitts more, honestly, as a breakout.
0: Now, yeah, That I was think...
1: what we thought last year. Mm-hmm. And sophomore slump, like he was terrible last year. I don't think he even scored a touchdown, but...
0: No, nah, he had two actually, surprisingly, but he had 350 yards. So
1: he it took his over on
0: receptions. Yeah, you did. He had 28. It wasn't even close. So 28 <laughs> receptions.
1: Rounder was probably like 70.
0: Yeah, I uh.
1: He had 28 catches the whole year.
0: Yeah, the whole year. Hurt? He was hurt for a little bit, I think, but I don't remember. That's how bad. Pretty bad. It still was pretty bad, I think, no matter what. But. Yeah, I think that being said, that is a little combination pick, I guess, a little cheating. But yeah, I think Kyle Pitts is a is a great breakout. It's one of those, as you said, sophomore slump. Everyone's down on him. No one, like especially in fantasy, Mm. there's going to be a ton of people who are Mm. scared to draft him, and probably honestly, including me. But that being said, it could be always. (laughs) It could be a guy who comes in and uh, proves everybody wrong. Before we get to your pick. Since we're talking about the Falcons Did you see That they're not going To wear the gradient uniforms anymore
1: What are they going to wear
0: Like they announced Instead of wearing their gradient uniforms They're going to just wear their home ones Away ones and then the the dirty bird ones Where they're the throwbacks But Why have the You made the gradients last year Or two years ago
1: Oh like okay I see what you mean
0: so I don't know. <laughs> I I I don't get that. And I I kind of like the gradient. I thought the gradient was cool. It was unique. Something we haven't seen in a while. Um, it was
1: unique. I didn't. I don't. I didn't like when they changed it in the first place.
0: No, they did. I. But I gotta admit, looking at like I'm looking at Kyle Pitts' pictures, just like pictures right now, and that, that those white uniforms look look real nice. Look nice. Yeah, they look real sleek.
1: And the old school helmet though is so cool.
0: Yeah, they don't like.
1: Cool. The only thing that I have not liked is the ATL.
0: Yeah, the ATL. Yeah, I agree. Uh, not my thing. Uh, other uh, than that, I think they look good. Yeah. But, All right. right that's,
1: we can eventually yeah. we'll have another uniform podcast, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, of course. Well, the second there's a new <laughs> uniform drop, we'll have a whole one. I guess we had one with the, the XFL, but that, that feels like a while ago.
1: Feels like ages uh, the ago. The NBA, I'm sure, will releasing the uniforms. Oh, they will.
0: They'll, they'll do it probably right after the draft. <laughs> Alright. Counting up. Top five. Here comes the commander. With,
1: I haven't gone with my commander's pick yet. I have to ride with my guy. If you're not optimistic, if you're not hopeful, then, like, what's the point of being a sports fan, right? Is it Dotson? That's... nope.
0: Ooh, okay, okay. That's why
1: I'm going... Sam Howell. Oh. By Greg
0: love it.
1: <laughs> he said no rookies. He played a game. He did. That the whole he season behind uh, behind some vets, some true pros at quarterback uh, and Carson Wentz and Taylor uh, Heineke.
0: I was getting I I to... I blocked that out of my mind that Carson Wentz was everything.
1: <laughs> ever I was I was just thinking about it because I remember we were talking about the Pats. Uh, like, the offensive play calling. And I remember, I think it was Cowherd, maybe someone on ESPN, before last season, they did their top five concerns way into the, the season. And number one was Carson Wentz. And, like, number three was the Patriots' <laughs> offensive play calling. Um, and that just, like, burned into my brain. So I was like,
0: what? Like, no way. He's So what you're saying yeah. is he's going to break out just because he's not Carson Wentz, and he's going to hopefully be <laughs> able to throw football forward and not be Carson Wentz. Uh, but I like it. Yes, he's I, only we, played
1: one game. Yes, he was a fifth-round pick. But this is, I, I will like, I fighting with this point that he would have been a first-round quarterback if North Carolina didn't lose all the receivers in O-line. So they got him with a value pick in the fifth round.
0: We we it's debated not- him in our, We I think we did like top five quarterbacks in two years ago's draft. Because this is when yeah, you were on, my top five. Big... yeah. You were like, Oh, like Sam. Yeah, yeah.
1: You'll be, you'll be eating those words.
0: No, but, I, hey, I'm ruined for him. I like, I'm the most athletic him. guy in the world. No, I know.
1: Um, but he, like, he can move. He's got a re- really good arm. at that one clip of him, his throw to McLaurin against the Cowboys, just the clip that I could watch over and over and over again. That gives me hope. But. Have receivers in place. Like you have McLaurin's a top ten guy, not top twelve. Watson had a really good year last year. He was hurt a little bit, but when he's on the field, he was awesome.
0: Another breakout. Curtis thing,
1: Samuel. Man. That's right. Curtis Samuel is he's fine. He's a great third weapon. Logan Thomas, like he's a fine tight end. You signed O line guys. Hey, I like, like Cole Turner.
0: You know Cole Turner? I like Cole Turner. Yeah, I like Cole Turner. Why? I don't know. I just like him. Sorry. I have a couple
1: guys that, like, maybe will be decent. Turner uh, on Bates.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Last year, I don't know uh, why. I think it was in Madden. He, like, caught caught everything I threw to him. Cole Turner. I was all for it. Out <laughs> of Nevada, right? I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Um, Doesn't show it. Anyways, yeah, but- he's in place. You have the weapons around him. That's at the enemy now.
1: You have a real offensive coordinator. You don't have got Turner, who I always thought was a scrub. Um, hopefully, going worried. from one offense to another doesn't screw him up too much.
0: Wor- are you worried that Ron is going to start Jacoby Brissett over him? It just seems like the ultimate Ron move. We got to go with the vet, the guy, the proven guy, the guy that'll get us. Yeah, get us it kind of does, things. but especially. I'm, I'm the only reason why I say that is because. One of the articles I was looking at says, "Uh, they're not committed to a QB one yet." I saw, yeah, I saw today. I think he said something that it was like a coin flip. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I like yeah, Brissett, it. I, I have wouldn't a. be
1: here if I didn't want to be the starter. I mean, if he beats him, if Jacoby percent beats out Sam Howell, then then you have your answer. My hopes crushed. Yeah. Yeah. He's clearly not good enough.
0: No, and honestly, uh, if you guys go with Jacoby, I mean, just get excited about uh Caleb Williams. At that point. They, I don't
1: know. They could be okay with Jacoby. No,
0: that's the issue, though. That's the issue. Than and Wentz. Yeah, but that isn't that the issue. They were seven and ten. Isn't that, yeah, but you want to go seven and ten again? Go eight and nine. No. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Anyways, Powell's gonna be the starter. He's gonna look great. It's all gonna be fine. Don't worry about it.
1: You're you're crushing this pick.
0: I'm sorry. No, no, I like it. it. I I still Ruining like the, the pick. pick. I'm just saying, Ron Rivera is. I, and I favorite.
1: know, like, I know that I'm being ridiculously optimistic, and that he probably. But you does, gotta be.
0: This is, why not? Yeah, you have to be. I'll be able to tell in game. He also he switched his helmet to the one that like. Doesn't have the visor. It's just like a visor up here instead of uh like any bars. It looks pretty cool. Like I'll give him that. Um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I also imagine. read a quote from BNP that was like
1: hyping him up. He's like he knows every time he makes a mistake, he knows and he he autocorrects. Auto corrects. I... I was like, oh yeah.
0: All I have to say. it does. Patrick Mahomes played one game his first season. Sam Howell played one game his first season. Patrick Mahomes, when he was the starter, Eric Bieniemy was his offensive coordinator. <laughs> Sam Howell, now that he's going to be the starter, his offensive coordinator is Eric Bieniemy. So the writing's <laughs> on the there wall. One more, right? Yeah, the writing's on the It'll wall. Yeah, we gotta east. find we gotta find a third. You're right. Two's just a coincidence, third is a trend. We need to <laughs>
1: this was a first round pick that they yeah. traded up to get.
0: Yeah, that's true. But all right, my mission come Friday, is I'm going to come in, start the pod with the third, the, the trek. <laughs> That'll make Sam Howell confirmed the next Patrick Mahomes. Love it. Alright. Be all in. Honorable mentions. What do you got?
1: I just had one because uh, okay. I didn't think you were going to take any of my picks. Uh, Rondell Moore. Arizona. We I are like getting that. rid of Hopkins. Yeah.
0: Someone's got to catch balls. Going so. now. Gotta, that's
1: another one, like Jig. Yeah gotta catch balls i also like i remember him at purdue and he was awesome there so it's just About, really short still,
0: yeah i was gonna say everyone on that offense is short um <laughs> my Perfect. only other guy actually you stole you stole chig and kenny so those are my uh, chig the was kenny on, the, on yours yeah he was an honorable mention chig was on the list i had to move up drake london um but i'm gonna add one more and it's gonna be shy smith south carolina on the Panthers. of course let's go what uh, about
1: jc horn
0: jc Horn, yeah, yeah actually uh, crap i was gonna add him to my list that's a great
1: that's I, I was signing to him him and uh stingley
0: yeah i think jc horn's it's a great still, pick yeah. uh a guy he was injured last year a little bit uh been a star every time he's played should be if the panthers are any good should be uh hopefully a household name in the the cornerback department because i think he's pretty damn good but uh yeah, him, Shy Smith, Terrence Marshall on the Panthers, LSU guy. Uh I like him breaking out. Panthers have a couple that could could do that, but you know, I love how like Panthers.
1: every one of these names that I look up, there's an article that's like so and so is on the list of breakout candidates.
0: It was yeah, that's it's just, just the off season.
1: Yeah. Terence Marshall Jr. could be a breakout candidate. Yep. Like who is not a breakout candidate?
0: No, there really is like you could who name a anyone. You can name anyone that is within the first two years of playing in the NFL, and someone will say that they are a breakout candidate. Panthers, size Smith, uh, named surprising breakout candidate for twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Sam
1: Cosme, the one of yes. the offensive tackles yep, on the NFL. I PFF's saw that too. List, I was like, Oh, all right. Uh,
0: like that. I was looking and I saw a couple offensive linemen, but like yeah, I wasn't I was gonna like, pick that. There, no. Like that's lame. <laughs> There's
1: Like the one guy on the Jets, one of their guards.
0: I forget what the name is. Oh, easy one, two. Brees Hall coming back from an injury. Yeah, but good he kind of already broke out. Yeah, he was pretty it's damn like, good.
1: We'll see. Uh oh, oh, Elijah Vera Tucker.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Is he the guy they drafted? Yeah, they drafted him last year. And then he got injured. Year, yeah. okay. He was just like Bryce Young and okay. got injured, I believe. I saw that. and I was like, I'm really going to put like... This guy on got list. All right, well, Bateman. Bateman. Yeah, like, yeah. A couple of my Ravens a fans, a couple of my Ravens friends said they wanted to put because I asked a couple of my guys, you know, what, uh, what, and they were like, <laughs> hold oh. the council. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, Bateman and Kyle <laughs> ha- and, and Kyle Hamilton. I was like, Kyle Hamilton yep. was like pretty damn good last year, so I let bomb. I don't know if that counts. Oh yeah, and they also said Ben Cleveland, one of their guards. I was like, ah, come on. I'm not picking a guard.
1: That's like the old uh the Jay Gruden quote when he was talking about um he was talking about Scott McLuhan when they fired him. And he was talking about like the first round picks that he had made. It was like Dotson and Sheriff, and he's like, well, one guy's played like 10 games and the other one's a guard. <laughs> it's like the way he said it was so biting. I was like, ah. It's an important position.
0: It is. It, well, it's very important. The issue is, unless you're sitting there crunching film on offensive linemen, there's no, they're like, and, and unless he's given up five sacks a game, there's no really real way to tell if he's you know <laughs> amazing or not. Yeah, unless and, uh, like Eric Flowers, he's just yeah, like, exactly. Really was, cool. Yeah, or or on the other side of the spectrum, if he's like Trent Williams, where he's amazing and you could see it. Yeah. Thanks for in that name up. Hey, you brought up Eric Flowers, he was on your football team. He was, yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> different, anyways. Um, I think that does it. You got anything? How's Maryland? Did Maryland make it to the past the regionals?
1: Oh, uh, we got waxed we got by Wake Forest, 21-6, and then they lost 21-6. 11-10.
0: Six. Wake is number one.
1: <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That's crazy. <laughs> the worst part about it is I got an alert from like the Maryland Athletics app. In all caps, it was like one of our guys, Nick LaRusso, hit 100 RBIs. Yeah. Year, and it was like, <laughs> Nick LaRusso. Ross's 100 RBI mark for the season in Maryland's 21-6 to 6 loss in Wake Forest. Oh, I was like,
0: 21-6? Yeah. That's what are we brutal. doing here? Uh, The
1: Yardcocks, they won. won the... okay, yeah, they advanced to,
0: to Super Regionals. Yep, Carolina advanced. We lost 11-10 to Mason, which was sad. Uh, yeah, that's anyway, that's brutal. No, 11-10, yeah, that's a brutal game. That's a nail-biter. nail, nail biter. Uh, South Carolina won. They waxed the the Camels, the Campbell fighting Campbells. Um, and they played – they didn't even have to play at, uh, NC State, which was supposed to be, like, the big guy in their region. And the camels beat them, knocked them out, and we didn't even have to see them. So rematch against Florida coming up. Uh, we would have been able to host a Super, but Florida won and beat Texas Tech. So now oh, wow. we're going to Gainesville. Um, interesting. I I actually watched the game against the Camels, um, and they they whooped them. It was pretty fun. But really? glad that in in Colombia, I mean, we were lucky enough to host. Hope glad we got to to beat beat them and go go to the or go to the supers.
1: Nice, good, good for you guys. Yeah. Had the crushing losses last three years. Not that it's like I mean, my weekend or anything <laughs> <laughs> i'm not like ride or die or
0: anything i, I think i think sad baseball. The, yeah, i think we'll sad play. for the boys um well that does it not to right. about
1: the wizards at all
0: <laughs> go ahead take the ring it's gm take the ring oh we
1: hired uh ah,
0: I forgot getting name. ready for Gigi jackson oh. getting excited
1: Uh, But the Wizards now have the president of basketball operations have a general manager and they have some other guy that they brought in. Will Dawkins is who it is from the Thunder. Oh, apparently five the executives are now GMs elsewhere. Five Thunder executives? they uh, They just like traded Westbrook and traded Paul George and got a bunch of picks
0: oh that's the thing like no, especially like, their uh their their main gm god he's got he's like the he's got a famous name but i totally forget what it is and he's just like praised sam prestey just praises his god because they got a bunch of picks for russ and a <laughs> bunch of picks for paul george uh-huh. and i guess it worked out like they got they also got shay and they've drafted well but it's, like, it's not like they've won anything yet. And he's praised as like, the greatest GM of all time because of this crap.
1: Yeah, literally. Um, ooh, okay. Wizards will introduce president of monumental basketball, Michael Winger, in a press conference tomorrow at 12, or Thursday at 12. Travis Schlenk, who's, uh, I don't know what his role is. But regardless, they have a real front office now. Just some bozo who's been with the organization for a couple years. So I'm excited about that.
0: An outside out hire is always nice. Yeah, your checklist yes. and the po- the podcast <laughs> had to respond and say it's just the whole rebuild. So uh, I
1: was I was up late last night and I started like unlocked my like nerdy basketball side and I started looking reading articles about like Kristaps Porzingis efficiency mm-hmm. and he was really good last year actually. You have to kind of, like, balance the analytic stuff and then eye test. He's not a dog. No. Just not. He's soft. He's not really a winner. Like, he was super productive, and he's a very efficient scorer, but... Do
0: you have a... Splits
1: with him on and off the floor, like, not that different either. Do
0: you have a draft crush? Not yet. Not yet? Yeah.
1: There was some guy... um, Arkansas guard.
0: Yeah, Anthony, canceled his workout. Anthony Black.
1: Oh, um maybe not Arkansas. Carson Wallace. Uh huh. Kentucky, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so.
1: He canceled his workout with Rez, the fifteenth pick. He worked out with the Wizards yesterday. I was like, oh boy. And people were like, Oh, did the Wizards make him a promise?
0: Nice. I don't know.
1: Anthony Black, I also think that I like.
0: You know, it's funny. I haven't
1: done my research. I don't know.
0: No, I haven't done too much research. I've been listening to it a little bit, but I haven't done a ton. The, when you get, when you get, when you leave the draft and you go, oh, this guy went to Kentucky. Like there's always, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's always going to be
1: hope. But you know who no went to Kentucky? What. Jamal
0: Murray. Dude. Who went to Kentucky? Tyrese Maxey. Devin Booker. Uh, I think Bam Adebayo went there. I uh, did they go to Kentucky. Aaron they, Fox went to Kentucky. Kentucky or, produces. Yeah, right? Hero? Yep. Yeah. I believe so. But Kentucky produces NBA playoff basketball players. It's Randall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Julius. Who's the second best player on a playoff team? Hey, Carl Anthony Towns. Put your stolen guys out there. Uh, it's Kentucky. Yeah. Oh, you're going to A eh on Carl Anthony Towns? but not on uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis um, but not on Julius Randle hey your boy John Wall John Wall did go to Kentucky
1: um, the other thing that reminds me is that Malik I'm like Monk. back on Wizards Twitter now I've like I guess I've started paying attention a little bit more and now my feed has like auto corrected uh huh like, oh like you like these guys again here you
0: go here you go here's Wizards yeah. content I'm
1: like, oh boy
0: it's quick that I'm happened to me. again that happened to me i saw spider-man cross the spider-verse this weekend and i was looking at twitter like spider-man twitter now it's just like half my feed it's quick twitter comes at you quick you find something oh, yeah it, it latches on
1: oh, it's doing a good job
0: yeah the but uh
1: i used to be on like sixers twitter because uh, i think i was on philly's twitter and then it's like oh you must like the other philly stuff and sixers twitter is hilarious I'd like that's devastated that, <laughs> that would just get pumped into my content it was it was it was a fascinating character arc like late in the season like all the end M- beat MVP stuff like, oh, oh yeah like, we love this team. yeah yeah and then of course the meltdown but yeah now I'm getting content and I'm like finding like wizards writers that I actually like again are you getting excited I have hope.
0: yeah yeah that's what I'm talking about not
1: for like next season like I'm not Think they're going to be good next year, but that's fine. They might not be good in four years. There's little shimmer of hope. I and I'm starting to feel bad because I haven't been a loyal fan. Just been so you had
0: yeah. I was gonna say you have no reason to be a loyal fan.
1: Don't worry. Um, Not that I'm like I'm not like bandwagoning anywhere else.
0: Well, and it's also, it's not, and you're also not bandwagoning the Wizards. It's not like you're coming back, like, when they're, like, it's not like you're coming to the championship parade, like, I've been here the whole time, like, let's go. (laughs) And, no, you're, I mean, you're just having some hope. Getting back in, because I think they're going to get worse, actually. And that's what you want. At least I'm hoping that they are. (laughs) Yeah, that's what you wanted for
1: years. (laughs) Mediocrity Uh, is
0: poison. Yeah, mediocrity is poison. So, Bradley Beal. You sent a, a thing on Twitter or commented to me about uh, something with Jalen Brown and yada, yada, yada for Bradley oh, yeah, Beal. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't want Bradley Beal. I have no, no. interest in Bradley Beal. He can dribble. Yeah, he can dribble. I'll give him that. I, I mean, the issue is I've, ne- like, I've never seen him in the playoffs besides that one year that we went to the play-in. Um, so I don't really know what to do with that. But
1: year, he played in the playoffs a couple of years.
0: Yeah, when he, when yeah, okay. It. But it's like great, yeah, great. He played in the playoffs a couple of years. But it's like I haven't seen him, you know, recently or like finish a season or care anything about <laughs> something, something besides not sc- like just scoring the basketball. But
1: Bill has averaged 23 points in the playoffs.
0: It's not bad. It's like Jalen Brown. A little bit less. Uh but what uh what do you like you want him gone? Like, I'm guessing you want him gone? Just tank?
1: I want him on the next plane out of DC somewhere. <laughs> Doesn't matter? There's like, there's... No, like, I, I feel bad because
0: he seems like a good guy. He's been nothing but loyal. And speaking of loyal He's been nothing but loyal, and that's all you can ask for from your star. I don't think he's a star. That's the issue. You're paying you're, you're you did the fatal flaw which the wizards will always do forever. Which is pay the the guy who's not a star like a star, and then you're screwed.
1: Uh, Michael Winger,
0: Michael Winger makes moves for for Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, yeah. Um. All right. I'm looking at does uh does Anthony Simons, Nazir Little, and the third overall pick sound good to you? That sounds like a lot of stuff that they're not going to get. Would you take, like, say it's is to go into the Blazers? Would you, like, I would honestly, if I were you, I would just take, we'll take the third anything. Pick. I'd just take the third pick and be like, yo, give me, yes. give me Brandon Miller. I don't care. Or Scoot, either one. Uh, I think Brandon Miller Brandon Miller's going to be really good.
1: Ugh. I hate him, <laughs>
0: but I, I, I would bury the hatchet. Would you take Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, the 18th pick? Yes. I did that in 2K. I didn't get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I still, I still didn't get anywhere. But, Maybe uh, that's what
1: I'll do. I need, I, I all I have is two K twenty.
0: Oh, 2K20. you could find uh, a roster somewhere just download the roster. I don't know if I could that far back. Yeah, that's true. It's a couple years, but yeah, that that's that's what always makes it fun. Twenty three go. six dollars. Gotta go in the ESPN uh, trade fine. machine. Try to find. Yeah, some I'd rather
1: people. just do it on two K.
0: And I can watch them win a championship. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, a lot of more wizards talk coming in the NBA draft. So whoa. especially when they take Gigi Jackson with the eighth overall pick, it's gonna be a lot
1: of. They take Gigi Jackson with the eighth overall pick. All of this built up enthusiasm.
0: Oh, is it's gonna go do- down. Yeah, I was Florida. gonna say you might act- <laughs> you might actually change. No, the- that's what they never do.
1: They never take the young guy with potential, aside from Denny. I also read an article about last night that was like, "Is the is year four the charm for Denny?" And the guy was just like, "No, no." <laughs> it, it was just like a quick bait, a click
0: bait title, and then he's like, "Yeah, like I like the guy, but no." Very funny. It is. It does seem like it's the, uh, the end for for Denny, and coming into anything to be so. a, any sort of star. I'm sure he could be a solid role. I mean, he already is a solid role player, but he's not anyone. Um, worth the ninth overall pick for yes. No, not at all. All right. Well I'm glad you got that out off your system. Glad that you're I'm yeah, glad that, that you're fun. excited about the Wizards. Um
1: well I read I read that one Jokic article that I sent you that like broke down all the defense stuff and I was like it I just unlocked this part of my brain that completely nerded out on basketball. Yeah, you then. you should have seen the Porzingis article I read, dude.
0: You you like sent me so that at one in the morning for the fans out there, <laughs> so I knew you were like, you were just bored and diving in deep somewhere. I was diving in deep.
1: I also watched last night. This is what happens when I'm just waiting to start work. Mm-hmm. Like everyone else has already started work. That's what I'm doing. Um,
0: That's what I've been doing for like <laughs> a month now.
1: The malice at the palace netflix
0: oh TV. i watched I that watched. too it was awesome it's great yeah the uh you feel bad for it.
1: Ron Artest. tests like my opinion did not change at all on him he's like a psychopath.
0: no i but the other was, guys I yeah feel jermaine o'neal you really feel bad for it at the end. yeah um i thought it was hilarious just just because it was that was during the celtics run and i just hated reggie miller so much already so it was kind of funny to see him that, ugh, they had to make the whole thing about reggie miller i know i know he wasn't even a part of it no he was on he was in a suit all right
1: then it's can... like oh they guaranteed would have won the championship
0: oh that's what it always leads to at the end these guys weren't spending guaranteed championship for, for reggie yep. miller. um all right well we can have plenty of time to talk about the malice in the palace we could probably do a review on it yeah but uh definitely could yeah yeah we're at damn we went to an hour 30 i'm telling you once we start nfl it gets it gets nuts things get nuts so yeah it does it gets nuts. thank you all for listening i hope you all enjoyed and we'll see everyone on friday to uh maybe there's some nfl news maybe there's some you know nba finals to recap and who knows so we'll see everyone on friday thanks for listening